free from someone. You are in a land of darkness and fear. Somewhere between waking and sleeping. Our night terrors. Night Terrors, an anthology of horror and suspense. Tonight's episode, The Bug Doctor, written by Steve Shiro. What did he look like when you found him? He looked almost peaceful, you know, for being dead. I didn't know that, though. From where I was standing, it looked like he was moving, breathing. I got closer, and he was covered. And booked. Yes. This is Ross Harris. He's 30, upwardly mobile, and at his wife's insistence, he's seen a psychiatrist. But Ross believes that he suffers from a strange affliction. And the proof he needs to convince the psychiatrist and his family can only be obtained from the bug doctor. Tell me about your father. He was a good man. Hard working. Like you? No, not like me. My dad, he, he never missed a day of work in his life. He was just one of those kinds of people. He was a great husband. And father? Well, sure. When I was a kid, back when we lived in Cleveland, everyone in the neighborhood knew I had the best dad. Every Saturday, he'd take me and my brother up to the park and we'd play baseball. All the kids would come up and play with us. But then you moved. Yeah. And were things the same when you came to Portland? Almost. And did you still play baseball then? Yeah. Until... Until what? You know what. Until what? He managed that factory for 30 years. 30 goddamn years. You would have done the same thing. Anyone would have done the same thing. He wasn't happy in Portland. No one was happy in Portland. We all wanted things back to the way they used to be. What did he look like when you found him? He looked almost peaceful. You know, for being dead. I didn't know that, though. From where I was standing, it looked like he was moving, breathing. I got closer, and he was covered. In bugs? Yes. What did his face look like from where you were? I couldn't see the face right away. I recognized his red flannel shirt. He was face down by a tree. I didn't see any blood or anything, so I got closer. I called his name a few times, and then I... Pushed him over with my foot. His body turned, and that's when I saw his face. It was... It was covered. They were in his eyes, his mouth. His nose? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I see what you're trying to do now, and that is not true. Really? Not true, you say? Let's ponder this, Ross. You, as a boy, have the traumatic experience of finding the body of your father. His body is covered in maggots, specifically in his nose. And now you're going around telling everyone that you... Let's just say you are the craziest sane person I know, Ross. 
Your wife tells me you were hurting yourself again. She's lying. And I suppose the blood on the collar of your shirt is just my imagination? They give me nosebleeds. Do you know that your wife was asking me if she was going to have to have you committed? Hell, if you were any other man, I would have to tell her yes. I'm not crazy. No, you're not. You're emotionally scarred. We can work through this. We're starting to make great progress in these sessions. In a few months, I think these delusions may cease and you can move on with your life. Delusions? Read my lips. I'm not crazy. Just wait. You, Miranda, my kids, you'll all owe me a huge apology. And why is that? I sent a sample to Dr. Morris. Morris? Never heard of him. He's a different kind of doctor. He's an entomologist. A bug doctor. Why embarrass yourself like that? You know what? Good. Maybe when this scientist tells you that there is nothing wrong with you, that there are no bugs, then you'll let me help you. I sent him some very good specimens. Like the time you showed the emergency room staff the good specimens? Where did that get you? They wouldn't even know what to look for. They weren't even listening to me. They wouldn't know what to look for, huh? Well, they certainly knew to look for self-inflicted wounds. And you know damn well that all that damage done to your nasal passages was done by you, Ross. Not these bugs you keep talking about. Your family is scared. And frankly, so am I. Any more of these episodes and we're going to have to consider treatment. In a facility. You'd throw me in the loony bin, would you, Doc? Well, just you wait. Give me a day and you'll see. You should go sailing, Ross. Sailing? You worked too hard. These bugs didn't come until you accepted that new position. It's all nerves. Take a week off. Go sailing. Take a vacation from your problems. A week off? What, do you want me to get canned? I have too much responsibility at my company to take a week off. Maybe you're the crazy one, Doc. Oh, and look, our time's up. So it is. I'm upping your meds, Ross. Remember, one more strike. Sure, Doc. The specimens in this solution here are brine shrimp. What makes these creatures so remarkable is the fact that they can survive in even the harshest of environments. The solution is sailing, about the same as salt water. Hell, they've been spotted living in crude oil spills in Alaska. Amazing creatures. Fascinating. Indeed. That's the one place insects never seem to really adapt to, the ocean. They'll be fine in this tank for now. What else came in the mail today? I think this padded envelope is the last of them. What the... Oh, God. The, uh... The chicken's good. Thanks. It's a new recipe. So, uh, 
How long are the kids going to be at your mother's? Oh, I don't know. Well, what do you mean you don't know? I just don't know, okay? I think it would be best if they just stayed over there for a while until this whole thing blows over. I don't want them to see you like this. Oh my god, Miranda. Like what? Can't you just believe me for once? And today, I'll prove it. You know what? Thanks for reminding me. I have a phone call to make. Ross, please. You know, it didn't bother me when people started saying I was crazy. Until you started believing them. Dr. Morris's office. Yes, one moment, please. It's him. This is Dr. Morris. Hello, hello. Yes, I received your sample. No, I haven't had a chance to look at it yet. I'm not too sure what I'm looking for. I see. It has happened before. It's not impossible. Gangrene can be danger... Oh, oh, you don't... Have you been to a doctor? You know I'm not a medical doctor. I see. No, I do believe you. I've seen some very severe cases where... Your psychiatrist... You know, I had better give him a call. Evans? Never heard of him. Oh, uh, can you give me her number? I can't ethically do anything until I've spoken with her. I, I know you understand. No, no, I'll look at it as soon as you give me her number. Okay, 555-4345. Five, five. Got it. I'm going to get right on this, Mr. Harris. What did he want? <sighs> it was just as I suspected. I get strange requests like this from time to time. You have to be very careful when dealing with these kinds of people. What kinds of people? Crazy people. Thanks to the both of you. This was our best session yet. Thank you, Doctor, for all your help. See you next time? We're going to have to reschedule next week's session. Uh, there's a meeting I just can't get out of. Dr. Evans, there's a call for you on line one. It's a Dr. Morris. Just see my secretary on the way out. I have to take this call. Hello? This is Dr. Morris from Rapala University. I just spoke with one of your patients. Ross Harris? Yes. Did you know about this? He threw your name out in his session this morning. He seems to think you'll believe his condition. Should I take this man's claim seriously? I wouldn't waste your time looking at whatever Ross sent you. The man is stressed out. Burnt out. 
just call him back and tell him everything is okay. That's all he wants to hear. Uh, are you sure that's a good idea? Who's the shrink here? It'll be fine. Just make sure he believes you. Wait a few hours. Call him back. Lie to him. Is that really ethical? Does it matter if it's ethical? Just let the man sleep at night, for Christ's sake. In all fairness, I have to analyze that sample he sent me. There have been cases of insects living in the human body, uh, though none as strange as what he has described. You don't know Ross like I do. He's always into something. He's one of those conspiracy theorists. The government this, the CIA that. Hell, the man thinks he's seen aliens before. Rational people don't think like that. He's easily led. His story is fake, Doctor. If every scientist had that ideology, we would never have made any of our modern medical breakthroughs. If you can't fathom the idea that a cure for cancer exists, then you sure as heck won't find it. I'm not like you, Evans. I won't just lie to a man because it will make him feel better. This is science we're talking about. What if he's not lying? It's four o'clock. What time do you normally go home each night? Five. So you can spend the rest of the night looking for something that isn't there, or you can just call the man, tell him what he wants to hear, and we can all sleep soundly knowing we help salvage a man's sanity. His sanity is your problem, Evans. Bugs are mine. Do what you want. But when he calls me at three in the morning, I'll refer him to you. this? A condo in Florida. Look, it's right up on the beach. We can walk on the shore as the sun sets or get up early for a morning swim. It would be relaxing and romantic, and it's been so long since we... We've gone over this. Out of the question. Don't you realize how important my job is? I just can't go waltzing off to Florida for a week, my third week on the job. Ross, you need a vacation. I need a vacation. Absolutely not. Fine. The kids and I will go out on our own little vacation, without you. I could use a break from the irrational for a week. Laying on the beach in the sun, that's rational. That makes sense to me. You know, Dr. Evans says you're sick, that you have a disease. But I think the only disease here is your stubbornness. Everything doesn't have to go your way, Ross. You can listen to other people or, God forbid, change your mind about things. I... I can't take much more of this. So you're going to do it? Yes. That psychiatrist wants me to lie. It's unethical. People do this all the time in our field, Samuel. They want us to stretch the truth. They don't care about anything you say, unless it suits their needs. And if it doesn't, they try to manipulate your conclusions. I won't do it. Now give me that sample. Shit. What have you done? Now this entire take is contaminated. (sighs) It's going to be nearly impossible for me to analyze that sample now. What are you going to do now?
my name is Ed Morris, and I am calling from Rapala University. Uh, may I speak to Ross Harris, please? <sighs> At least someone wants to talk to you. Hello? Hello, this is Dr. Morris again. Oh, doctor, I've been expecting your call. What did you find? Well, that's what I wanted to call you about. My assistants and I have been running tests for hours. The uh, Carbon K-12, the Ritman scan, using nothing but the finest telescopic equipment. All standard tests for this sort of thing. I'm happy to inform you that they all came back negative. The Ritman, huh? What's involved in that? I don't want to bore you with the details. It's 100% accurate, I assure you. 100%? I didn't think tests were that accurate. The bottom line is, sir, you are bug-free. I guarantee it. There are many possibilities as to why you feel like you have insects in your nasal passages. Allergies, for example. So you're sure about that? Absolutely. Well, I trust you, Doctor. You're the only one who believed me in the first place. Well, I'm glad you trusted me. I'm just on nerves right now. My new job is killing my brain. And my marriage. I just want to be the best, you know? I just want people to respect me. I've wanted that my whole life. I wanted to work hard and make something nice for my family, like... Like my father. You know, my psychiatrist prescribed me some good medication, and I'm gonna take it. You know, I'm not real familiar with antidepressants. Sailing. And I know a perfect little condo in Florida where I can rest and take a week off with my wife and relax on the beach. That sounds like a good idea. And who knows? Some businessmen may soon be contributing some money for your research. Oh, it's not really necessary. I'm just glad I could help. I hate to cut you off, Doctor, but I have some packing to do. No, no, I understand. Have a great vacation. Thanks. Bye. Miranda? Miranda? What do you want? I want you to go with me to Florida, right now. What? Are you serious? Very. Now go pack. I want to leave as soon as we can. <laughs> I can't believe you're doing this. Whoever that was on the phone, God bless his heart. Where's your cell phone? Here. Leave it. I'm leaving mine. I don't want any distractions. Just you and me. I think this is the nicest thing you've ever done for me. I love you, Ross. And I love you. Now let's get packing. Well, Samuel, it's 5.30. What do you say we get out of here? Sounds good to me. Make sure you turn off all of the equipment. What about the tank? I'll have the cleaning crew come in tomorrow and get it for me. I'm going to lock the lab tonight, so everything should be fine. To be safe, why don't you cover the tank with something? Professor, the tank, it's filled with hundreds of bugs. What do you mean? It has... Oh, dear lord. You got everything? Yep, everything's in the car. And my mom has no problem with watching the kids for another week. So, do you have the condo booked? Well, let's worry about that when we get there. For now, let's just go. Race you to the car. <laughs>
Hi, you've reached the Harris family. Please record your message after the beep, and we'll call you back. Bye. Ross, I need you to listen carefully. You were right the entire time. Your sample was accidentally spilled into a saline solution. Salt water, Ross. There is something living in your blood. I don't know what, uh, but whatever it is, it thrives in the salt. That's what brings them to life. Just, just don't leave your house, okay? Uh, and whatever you do, don't go to the ocean. Stay in your home. These things that live inside you, I've never seen anything like them. They, they feed on... Oh, God. Oh, God. They say that paranoids are not really crazy because people really are after them. But what about hypochondriacs? Would Ross fit into that category? The category that says it really wasn't just in his head. <laughs> You have been listening to Night Terrors, an anthology of horror and suspense. The Bug Doctor, written by Steve Shira. Featured in the cast were Victoria Sampson as Dr. Evans, Morgan Jeffrey as Ross, Ellie Hirschman as Dr. Morris, Chris Snyder as Samuel, and Laura Post as Miranda. Also heard were Miriam Snyder and Mark Brzee as the married couple. The series is directed by Mark Brzee. Post-production is supervised and realized by Chris Snyder. The executive director of Darker Projects is Eric Busby. Night Terrors is a Darker Projects production. So until next time, sleep well. Coming soon from Darker Projects Productions. I hate putting the children into stasis like this. We have no choice. The doctors say that the viruses that have been created will kill everyone if we don't place them in the biodomes. So there is no hope for us? None. We're already infected. We'll be dead in weeks. Stasis would only prolong our suffering. Then let's get this done. Did the Guardians give any projection when the Earth would have healed itself? None. These stasis chambers should support them for... 250 years. At least that gives them a chance. If there is any chance, that is. In the year 2115, the Earth went mad. Volcanic eruptions, tidal waves, massive pockets of radiation all erupted on the surface. Many people were placed in stasis in 10 biodomes to wait out the cataclysm and await the day that humans would reclaim the Earth. But what awaits them? Did anyone or anything survive from the old times? How will they live? This is the story of Generation 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 Generation